Hello, and welcome to Top Stories from r slash Confession. Reddit Readings, Episode 10. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. When I was a server, I threw a customer's phone into a trash compactor. I had just started serving tables at a restaurant, and I was working my first super busy brunch shift. I had 6 plus tables and I'm not gonna lie, I had a tough time running all the mimosas that my tables were ordering. I could tell that one table of all women were getting abnormally angry about their drinks taking a while. I apologized for the delay and made a joke about it being an especially busy shift. I offered them a round of drinks on me to smooth the situation over. When I walked away, one lady murmured under her breath that I was an incompetent cunt. Let's stop there. It's common for people to treat servers like shit, but this was the first time I ever had experience being spoken to like I was garbage. I shook it off and continued to be nice to them, but it only got worse from there. They started to laugh at me, and shit talk me to one another. They told me that my future career looked pretty bleak, considering I couldn't even serve tables. Honey, even a toddler can deliver drinks. When I took their order for food, one woman refused to speak to me. She just stared at me while her friend ordered for her. By now I am pissed. I asked her why she felt the need to have her friend order for her. She laughed in my face, looked down at the menu, and said because I was a dumb little bitch. Due to the fact I was at work, I couldn't argue or tell her to eat shit for treating me like I was a dog. If I did my boss would have fired me. They ended up stiffing me on their $200 check. Once they left, I realized the woman that gave me so much shit had left her phone. I took it and went out the back door to smoke a cigarette and try to calm down. Who the hell did that woman think she is? So I promptly turned off her phone, threw it in the trash compactor, and turned it on. She came back minutes later and asked multiple staff members if we found it. I told her that I didn't see it when I bust the table, and that I would call her if it turned up. I never told anyone but I never regretted doing it. When you treat people like shit, expect shitty things to happen to you. I forged doctor's notes and skipped nearly two months of my senior year. I completely forgot about this until I saw another user's post on forging their way through physics. This was nearly 20 years ago. I had a doctor's note from when I had chicken pox the year before and, having a computer, scanner, and some knowledge of photoshop, Decided it was time to stop going to school so damn much. I shopped out all of the written details and dates. Replaced the doctor's office number with my cell number. And printed out a stack of notes. When I felt like having a few days off. I'd fill in the pertinent information and fax it over. I'd pretend to drive to school. Wait for my parents to go to work. And go right back home. Not once was it ever questioned. They never called to verify. 
I missed nearly 60 days my last year of high school. I regret nothing. High school in Idaho in the 90s was largely a waste of my time. I used to spit in my mom's cokes and melt sleeping meds in them. Growing up, my mom was very physically and psychologically abusive to me and my siblings. When I was a teen, she went through what I can only assume is a years-long major depressive episode where she would come home from work, sit in her lazy boy chair and basically force me to be her handmaiden. She would make me put lotion on her feet, which was extremely degrading and humiliating and gross, and iron her laundry for work, often multiple times until I did it right, and fix her cokes and cook her dinner and all that jazz. My mom was prescribed sleeping medications during that time period because she wasn't sleeping but she refused to take it, which led to her sitting awake in her stupid chair, watching Fox News and bossing me around all night long. Prone to outbursts of anger and physical attacks on me, I eventually got sick of the codependency and slave driving and started spitting in her cokes and melting her sleeping meds in them. It was the only way I could get some damn time to myself and not be forced to sit and watch Fox News all night and listen to her bitch and moan about all the things I didn't do right that day. I don't regret it and I would do it again in a heartbeat. Get fucked mum. Charged nearly $1000 on my parents credit as a kid on a game. I was around 11 years old. The game was Arcane Legends. It was honestly a pay to win game. You could grind for hours every day and play for months and still not even have a character that was as close to as good as a character you could have if you spent real money on the game. Me being a kid and being absolutely addicted to this game, I decided it would be a great idea to take my parents credit card one day and sneakily put all of the information into my iPad so I could make the purchases. I came home from school and sat in the car thinking about whether or not I was really going to do this. I really wanted a special set of armor inside of the game so I could be as good as others. I said fuck it. I went into my house and without looking back I charged $950 to my mom's credit card. I knew what I was doing was bad but I had convinced myself I had to do it no matter the consequences. I bought the $100 pack of diamonds 9 times and won. $50 pack once. The game had a cooldown mechanism set up for in-game purchases. So after I bought one pack for $100 I had to wait about a minute before I could do it again. So basically I sat on my couch for about 10 minutes charging hundreds of dollars to my mom's card. I knew I had fucked up but I didn't even care because 11 year old me got the mythical armor set I had wanted for so long. Obviously my parents found out within that same day as I had just charged their card $1000. They saw that the purchases were made on a game and they knew it was me. So I tried to lie myself out of it and tell them how I must have accidentally hit the purchase button without noticing it. I was too ashamed to fully admit what I had done. My parents charge all the money back, and they got it. My account on Arcane Legends got banned because I still had the armor in game but the money got charged back so it was like I got it for free. I cried because I had put months into this game and it was all gone. I regretted doing this directly after. I eventually started a new account on the game and started to get a good character again, but ultimately I got bored and stopped playing. I gave my friend a fatal dose of heroin, and it still haunts me. I did time in jail, I went to therapy, and I sought forgiveness from her family. I worked on myself, I went to rehab, I'm now 6 years sober, I warn the youth about the dangers of drugs, but I still remember that night vividly. Her birthday is coming up and that's when the guilt intensifies. I've thought about suicide before, 
I took a life and I was a worthless piece of shit so I deserve to die. I know I didn't cause her addiction. It's possible she would have overdosed without my help. But it doesn't matter because in this reality, I was the one who did it. And I will never not feel guilty about it. Jump the queue. Mistaken for a disabled child. I'm 26 now but when I was a young lad, 10-ish, I, along with my younger brother, 6-ish, and younger sister, 4-ish, were taken to Disneyland Florida by my dad and his wife. Before making the once in a lifetime journey from England, my dad did a little research about the attractions and rides. As it happened I was just over 1 inch, 2.5 cm for mainland Europeans, too short for the bigger and better rides. This being a once in childhood type of trip, my dad and I agreed I should try to make the most of it and somehow ride the best rides. A few days after realizing I was too short, which was pretty upsetting to 10 year old me, my dad called me up to his home office. He had the tape measure and some Jenga blocks in his hands. I grabbed my shoes, put a few blocks in each and measured myself. I was over the height restriction for the good rides. I was over the moon. When we packed our suitcases for the flight from Manchester, England to Florida I made sure to add a good 20 Jenga blocks to my suitcase. First day in the Magic Kingdom I wanted to ride, if I remember correctly, was the Indiana Jones roller coaster. My dad and I went to the toilet restroom just before the roller coaster and added a few blocks to each shoe. A slight hiccup on the mastermind plan revealed itself as I limped out of the restroom. I hadn't tried to walk on top of these Jenga blocks back in England. I just stood on them. At best they made me look like I had shit myself and at worst made me look like I had a physical disability. We already had fast passes to the ride so as we were walking up the fast pass queue, a member of staff noticed my limp and asked me kindly if I wanted to go right to the front. A green, wet behind the ears 10 year old me of course agreed and went straight to the front. I passed the height test and enjoyed the ride. This happened a few more times at other rides and parks. It was only a few years later I realized they only let me to the front of the queue because they thought I had a disability. My dad must have known but still allowed it. Regardless it was an amazing holiday vacation. Best two weeks of my young child life. I used to charge a kid a made up fat tax. A long time ago I was a high schooler at a boarding school. I was a decent kid in the eyes of the teachers and school administration. In fact they liked me so much that throughout my time there I was able to rise through the student ranks. I became a prefect, then I became the head boy, and at one point I had past training that allowed me to run my own sports sessions or event where I was supervising younger and even a few older kids. This was just basic training for first aid, situational awareness, etc. At one point the school had so much trust in me that I was allowed to leave the school premises alone in the afternoons. This was huge and very few students had this privilege. In typical fashion, as soon as I received the privilege I began abusing my powers as a free man. The school was very adamant on getting us balanced meals so we weren't allowed to get food delivered. All delivery vehicles were refused entrance. Having the privilege of leaving the premises meant that I didn't have to order junk food and risk getting caught. I could simply go out to any fast food joint and bring food back with me. It all started out as an exclusive club. Myself and my friends were munching on McDonald's and KFC as the plebeians were having the filthy healthy cafeteria foods. Then I was offered something I couldn't refuse. Money. Not long after I had built a whole operation for bootlegging junk food into the school. We had cut off times for orders. 
a priority list for regular customers, extra fees for late orders, and even a spreadsheet for keeping a record of orders, payments, and profits. This smuggling was next level. We were organized, knew all the fire exits, where to walk to avoid corridor cameras, and how to pack the food so that it's unnoticeable when walking in, mostly used sports bags with a thin layer of clothes. The teachers knew something was going on. There was food wrappers everywhere but no one knew how it came in. Business was booming and I was making profits of $50 a day, 4-3-4 days a week. But it wasn't enough. I was hungry for more. There was a fat kid that ordered regularly. So I pulled the most asshole move you could do to your best customer. I started charging 2x the price for his orders and I would hide behind a bullshit moral barrier claiming we were doing this for his own good since we learned in economics that increased prices reduced demand and so he would be eating less and he would lose weight. The kid saw straight through the BS but in the end he couldn't resist it and continued ordering from me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In high school, I forged all of my report cards. Back in high school, I wasn't a great student and report cards always got me in a lot of trouble. Around the 9th grade I started intercepting the mail, scanning in my report card on my Windows PC, then carefully changing all the grades and comments from my teachers using text and numbers that were already on the page. Afterward, I'd very carefully print it out so everything was in the correct spots, then folded it up and put it back in the envelope. At one point in time, my mother was corresponding with one of my teachers via email to track my progress. I went as far as to make an email address that matched my teachers, just from a different domain and would delete the real emails from my teacher and forge fake emails that made me look better. Somehow, I never got caught. As a caddy, I once stole money from an older gentleman. I worked as a caddy and for caddy for about one month of a summer when I was 15. I got booked as a 4 caddy for a group of 4 older gentlemen, probably late 60s. After the round, the one who was the member of the club said to me good job today, I'll go get my wallet from the locker room to pay you. In the meantime, his buddies came up and said thanks for your help today and handed me $60. I said thank you and went to leave. On my way out, I ran into the member who yelled out to me and handed me $40. I didn't tell him that his buddies already took care of it. So I walked off with $100. I never went back there again. I know he is rich and $40 is nothing, but I still feel bad about it. They were a nice group of guys to work for. This was 15 years ago and I still think about him. When I was a kid I would wipe my ass with towels that were hanging up. This is something I've never admitted to a single person. I'm not sure at what age I stopped doing this. But throughout most of my childhood I had this OCD compulsion where every time I would finish wiping I would stand up, walk over to the towel rack and give it one or two more thorough swipes. I couldn't not do it. I felt unclean if I didn't. It wasn't until I got a little older that I realized just how fucking fucked up it was. My older siblings spent their entire childhood drying their faces off with my shitty remains. I've been mortified about it for years but I'm actually in tears of laughter writing this out right now. 
Stealing tips. When I was a kid, my aunt would tell me to get the money that those people forgot on the table at restaurants. So I would, because I thought it was normal to take the money. And now I feel really bad and always tip extra. I've never been to my math class sober. I passed my last year of high school with 11 points in math. I live in Germany. We have grades from 1 to 15. 15 being the best. I could never stand math. It bored the ever-loving fuck out of me. So for my last year I decided I'm not gonna bother anymore. I got drunk before every lesson because that's what made them at least interesting enough to deal with. I talk a lot when I'm drunk. Normally I'm very shy and don't really say stuff in lessons especially when it's a subject I'm not good at. So I got good grades just for that. Talking. I'm the kind of drunk that seems pretty sober to a certain point. I never crossed that line. No one noticed I turned up drunk to every math lesson that year. That being said, this wasn't a good thing. Don't do this just because it turned out okay for me. Also don't drink out of boredom just because I did. I'm putting this on a confession side because this is not something to be proud of. Edit. A lot of people are commenting that people must have noticed. I know for a fact that no one noticed because I had some really good friends in that class. When they found out about this, they told me I'm crazy and that I should stop immediately. These friends knew me very well. If they couldn't even tell I was drunk, no one else would. I also used very strong cologne around that time so, no, you couldn't smell it. When they told me to stop this, they cared a lot about me. Still do. If they had known earlier they definitely would have told me to stop. I had already stopped. I just did this for my math class. I'm not an alcoholic. Anymore. I only drink on special occasions. I never drink to get through stuff anymore. I'm fine now. Please stop commenting that I should get help. Don't worry about me. I stole a pizza from Little Caesars. I was broke and hungry so I decided to go to Little Caesars for some $5 pizza. I went there and ordered my food. But for some reason she didn't make me pay up front and instead I would have to wait a few minutes since they were out of pizza at the moment. Okay. No big deal. As I was standing to the side, a busload of kids walked in and went straight to the cashier. And she started taking their orders while another worker someone set my pizza on the counter and told to have a great day. So I assumed he thought I already paid. The cashier was completely focused on the busload of kids that came in and wasn't paying any attention to me. I looked at the door which was wide open and then looked at her and saw that she was completely focused on the long line of kids instead of me. Although I've never shoplifted in my life but I'd rather not wait 10 minutes for the line to finish. So I thought in my head fuck it, I'm gonna do it. And I fast walked out the door to my car with my pizza without paying. For the next few days I was scared they would a surveillance pick of me to the local news station or something and saying that there was a warrant for my arrest. I guess they didn't realize they were missing a pizza or that the cashier forgot about me since I never got arrested or saw anything about it on the news. This was about a year ago but I still feel bad about it. I haven't been to that little Caesars ever since. I hide my mother's iPhone charger. My brother and sister are both really rude and mock me for a lot of my personal choices which have nothing to do with them. Considering I only see them for a few scattered days in the year and they still choose to spend most of the time insulting me I get really upset. They both have Apple like our mother, who they live with, and I have Android. I often hide my mother's chargers. She has so many everywhere. In her car, laptop, bedroom, living room, kitchen etc. 
so that when she discovers them gone she blames them. She then spends the next few hours furious with both of them and ignoring their requests. Gets me out of the spotlight and no one suspects me since I don't have any Apple products. I made my brother think he has alopecia for the last 15 years. This is probably the pettiest thing I have ever done, and I regret it to this day. When I was 15 years old, I got my first job and started to have some money of my own. I used my money to spoil myself and purchased nicer thing like clothes, shoes, makeup and salon brand shampoo. My brother used to sneak into my bathroom and constantly steal my nice shampoo. He would use them and most of the time he would leave them open in the bathtub. This would result in the rest of the shampoo going down the drain and leave me with empty containers. This drove me completely insane and I hated him for taking my things. I tried to speak with my parents about this, but they told me that I should just learn to share. One day I went out and purchased hair removal cream. I mixed this into my shampoo bottle and left it in my bathroom. I gave him a verbal warning not to use my newly purchased bottle, but he stole it again anyway. Over the next few days his hair slowly started to fall out and small bald patches started to appear. Seeing what I had done I immediately emptied the remaining shampoo. I felt terrible and I truly didn't think it would have as a dramatic effect as it did. My mother took him to the doctor to get check out and they diagnosed him with alopecia. He then had to start using this special and terrible smelling shampoo to combat this. His hair did grow back but I just recently found out that he is still using the shampoo in order to prevent another alopecia flare up. It has been 15 years now and I have never told my brother that I caused him to lose his hair. I've been pretending to be a college student for the past 2 years. At 23 years old, I decided that I wanted to live the college experience because I had never had the opportunity to see what college was like. So I enrolled at the local university which has around 30,000 students and pretended to be a student there. I joined various clubs, went to classes, and I even got involved with a fraternity for a short stint. I simply told everybody that I was a sophomore and that I took the majority of my classes online. Nobody ever questioned me either, I assume that people think I'm around 20 or 21. I took advantage of the various clubs that the school had to offer. I joined a film production club, an improv club, joined a rec sports team, got involved with a church and ran the soundboard for them for a short stint, and I even got involved with a fraternity for a couple of months. This was all without even going to school there, but I figured it was a great way to get involved and meet people around my age relatively, even though the majority of them are 3-5 years younger, I also met many people, made some friends, and even got invited to parties. I'll be 25 in the next couple of months and I'm starting to realize I probably won't be able to do this forever. There will come a day when I start to look noticeably older than everybody else. So I figure I may have another year or two before it's clear that I definitely look older than 21. My brother talked me into stealing $300 worth of game cards for him. When I was 10 years old my big brother, 14 at the time, was super into World of Warcraft. He knew that I would do what he asked me to, so he came into my room and asked me if I could steal some game cards to satisfy his gaming life. Game cards are small credit card sized plastic coupons you buy in order to play the game. They let you play for a month. He even said that if I do this for him, we could go into the toy store and steal some Lego for me. Stupid me asked how many I had to steal. Just grab 10 and shove them in your backpack. What I didn't know was that they were worth 200 Danish crowns apiece. 
$30, and what I didn't know either was that they were equipped with alarm chips. So I walked out of the shop with my backpack full of game cards worth 2000 Danish crowns, $300. The alarm goes off and I start running. I've never been so scared in my life. They must have thought it was a false alarm as they didn't seem to chase me. In the time after this, I threw up on a daily to weekly basis. My parents thought I was sick and took me to the doctor and they tried all kinds of things. I continued to stick my fingers in my throat and throw up in order to feel better even a year after it happened. I never really got over it. I'm 21 today and I have never told anyone. $300 is not that much money but for 10 year old me, it was a fortune. And because of that it really scarred me for life. Thank you for listening to Reddit Readings episode 10. If you enjoyed it, consider subscribing. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.